0: Podcast, you know, where we move at the speed of life. Yesterday is over. We live in the moment because tomorrow is not promised. So I got a lot of things to get off my chest every chance I get. So it's no telling what's liable to come out my mouth. So all I can tell you is sit back, relax, strap in. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. All right, what's going on, people? We back for another, as I should say, the fuckery and enlightenment. Whatever you choose to get get up out of this. So uh, I want to say shout out to the 312 lemon Shandy. Hell yeah. You know, it's a Chicago original, but shit is good. Goose Island. (laughs) Check it out. And uh, some Jim Beam Orange. So we on some shit today. So to get some chance, pick some shit up. Don't say we didn't warn you. Cause it might take you to some whole other place that you ain't prepared to go right right so um there's a couple things that i noticed since my last recording that i felt i needed to address um one actually popped up yesterday was that uh the shooting on the west side of detroit where a man baby daddy killed one brother and shot the other one because the baby mama Want to be toxic
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not own their shit as usual? No accountability. You know what I'm saying? So, if you as a man, it's only so much shit you're gonna tolerate. You know what I'm saying? So, baby mama drama. If you can avoid unnecessary baby mama drama, I strongly select. Well, not select. Suggest. suggest yeah. Damn, Jim Beam, I strongly suggest. <laughs> Shout out
1: to Jim Beam and shit, Yeah,
0: Yeah, I strongly suggest, that, man, that you can avoid it because, you know, frankly, you know, there's so much crime going on and I'm frankly tired of brothers either ending up dead or in jail over these women. I'm not going to say the B word because I'm trying to dial that shit back. The best believe it ain't gone for good, it's going to come back. It's cool, it But, you know, we got to stop, you know, losing our lives in prison or losing our lives as a whole, you know, dealing with these women. And, you know, we got to start holding these women accountable for the things that they do because ultimately it's affecting us and not them. Because, you know, ultimately they do their bullshit. You dead, the other dude in jail, and she keep moving on to the next motherfucker and all that. So, you know, we also got to be careful who we had kids with and – God knows I ain't want to talk because mm-hmm. I'd have my run-ins with my uh, children's mother.
1: Exactly. So you and <clears> me both. You know,
0: shout-out to them occasionally.
1: Right. <laughs> right. If I could do half a clap, I would. You know, they are yeah. right sometimes. A quarter you know? clap, but not all of them. <laughs> they all ain't bad. You know, it's right, some good right. ones out the,
0: out the mix, you know. So, shout-out to Nicole, my ace. <clears throat> <laughs> but uh, yeah man We really gotta stop doing this Putting our lives on the line For these women without gathering information Before you go off half cock. You know you be trying to Either trying to prove yourself Or whatever you're trying to do Because you know I understand it's providing Protecting all that shit But nowadays you gotta be smart about that Because you, you don't know where these women come from And like they say it's your side It's her side It's the other person's side And then it's the truth You know what I'm saying? So you really got to, you know, take a look at that and think about what you got to lose, especially if they got a history of doing dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Ask the question. You know what I'm saying? Save yourself because, obviously, a motherfucker calling you and you know they toxic, avoid that shit because the only only motherfucker that's going to get fucked up is you or the other motherfucker, and they go back to doing what they do. So me personally, you done got your own brother killed, your other brother shot. Because you had them try to run up in another man's house, even though he your baby daddy. Crazy. Right. You know, that shit is ridiculous, man. Right. You can't do no shit like that. And then how how can you really justify it?
1: You know what I'm saying? You can't. Ain't no way to. I mean, what you think about it? I mean, it, yeah, it ain't, it ain't no good way to explain that. It don't yeah, it don't make sense, man. And it's like. I'm trying to think if I was in that position, you know what I'm saying? I got sisters and everything. Now, if, if it was a situation where he was putting his hands on her or something like that, or she was getting physically beat up or something and she called her brothers, you can call your, but even still somebody got to call the police first. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's going down like that, yeah, I'm gonna go show up for my sister and shit, but I'm gonna bring the cops with me. I mean, at that point you just go in there Asking for a shootout You know what I'm saying Unless you got guns with you I mean you know Shout out Shout out to Brown You know what I'm saying We We, <laughs> we, we stay uh, Ready over here But um, Unless you go in there Looking for the With guns Looking to start a fight You know they Somebody should have Called the police first
0: Yeah And like you Ask showing up At another man's house What right.
1: you thought was gonna happen Right you asking for the worst At that point You know something gonna go down
0: She probably had the same Old fucked up disposition A lot of women out here have Oh he ain't gonna do shit He just a punk this motherfucker ain't gonna do nothing. Fuck that right. nigga. Whoop 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 whoop. Now whoop whoop whoop. Your one brother gone, the other brother shot. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying?
1: See, and that's a whole another topic, dog. Women that just push a button and push a button and push a button because they think you ain't gonna do nothing, and then when you snap, shit, it's all over at that point. And then they first went on news like,
0: I don't know why he did
1: that. <laughs> right. It just, it just, I don't know. And then you,
0: when all the shit really come out, you find out they was the orchestrator. Right. Of shit. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, fellas, we gotta really stop just running, running to running to save a lot of these women. When you really got to stop and analyze the total situation before you end up losing your life. Right. No, I I've done it. I done ran hair first into some shit and then end up looking stupid at the end. I'm like, it won't be me no more because I was fortunate enough to avoid getting fucked up. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm not no, we gotta be mindful of that shit. I'm just tired of seeing brothers even dead or in jail and the chick just go on like her life is like still happy and go lucky and shit. Right. And just ruin them motherfuckers lives, man. So I just want the brothers to survive and think. Don't don't fly off the handle, just stop. Ask questions. Gather intel. Before your motherfucking ass run to your death. Because nowadays, it's a high probability. Mm-hmm. Either you going to get killed or another motherfucker going kill, to get killed. So if, unless you prepare to deal with that shit, I really don't know, you know, what to tell you. But be smart about that shit. Do it. Be real smart about that. So, right. you know, before I go any further, shout out to L-Dubs on the ones and twos.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the house. There's
0: two Bs. Oh, like, Yeah. Two breast two butt cheeks and two breasts assist. That's
1: right. Two get, breasts assist. Get That shit right. Hell yeah.
0: One half of the shooting shit with dub and a brown bear. Oh yeah. You know, you know check what? check that shit out.
1: All under the Deuce Crew Nation.
0: Exactly. Work, you know. Yeah, man. That's all we do. You know, we gotta roll it all roll all with this shit together. Hell yeah. But yeah, fellas be smart. You know, I tell my sons, you gotta be smart out here. Don't let these bras get you fucked up. Right. Because they want to call you on some shit just because they know they can call you and you just fucked up for no reason. And you now she trying to defend herself. Like, ha, 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 I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Now you like an asshole. Right. Because now your ass fucked up on some shit that actually had nothing to do with you. Hell yeah. That ain't the way to <sighs> go at all. Not at all. So we're going to transition away from that. I want to say shout out to them finally opening i ninety six back up. because <laughs> yeah. that shit, man. I was so happy when I seen ninety six was open again. Uh huh. I was like, thank you, motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> coming this way from so coming this way from the shores is a motherfucker unless oh, you take six ninety six to
1: Telegraph. Yeah, that's what I be. I, I took six ninety six to uh, Telegraph. Actually, nah. I take it to Southfield, then I take Southfield to ninety six. Oh, oh yeah, that works too. Yeah, but yeah, another topic I'm gonna talk
0: about is uh, it's probably a touchy top, touchy subject to women. Okay, and okay. uh, it's about this infamous phrase, love language. Ooh, yeah.
1: Okay, because
0: okay. you know I be reading stuff, you know what I'm saying I, you know I pay attention to little stuff here and there, and, yeah, you know I noticed in the last. I'm gonna say four to five years. It's been like a prominent thing with a lot of women. Okay. I'm not saying before y'all go off on y'all a little tangent. <laughs> I'm not saying that some dudes don't use the love language as a source of communication, but I'm saying it's predominantly used by women. <laughs> before y'all get all flustered and shit, no, <laughs> you got know, you got. Sometimes you got to say that shit before they be like, right? Why y'all always talking about women? You know what I'm saying? You gotta. You gotta get that shit out there. Right. So, yeah, the funny shit about it is you heard about it the last four or five years as being prominent. And then, but if you ask a lot of women about it, they can't tell you where it came from. Damn. Because all they talk about is on, all you see it is on like social media. Damn. You may be the occasional dating sites, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, because everybody talk about it. Because hmm. people ask you, what's your love language? And they'll be like, what the fuck you mean? What's my love language? Shit, I'm Andre, damn it. <laughs> shit, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the, what's my love language? <laughs> shit, I'm Andre, motherfucker. That's all I got. Shit. Hell no. So, you know, one day I eventually, uh, I took the test probably about two, three years ago just to see what the fuck the shit was. Okay. And I think my, uh, supposedly, my love language was quality time and the secondary was acts of service. Okay, which I can see that, but you know, I think what the problem is, a lot of people put too much emphasis on love language when it involves dating, because I'm pretty sure most people who talk about love language has never read this man's book.
1: Right, they ain't never actually read the book.
0: Guess guess when the book came out. Shit, this, this is really gonna flip you out if you just heard about it in the last four to five years.
1: I think it's been out for a minute at least Maybe the 90s or Early 2000s Take a guess give me a year I'll say fuck 2003 1992 Damn I knew it was a nice <laughs> shit. I, suck, I fucking I suck at 50-50 right Anything. Mm. I suck at 50-50 if it's, Yeah I always pick the wrong one But yeah. I was thinking 90s and just didn't say that shit
0: Yeah by some dude named Gary Chapman
1: Yeah cause I've, I've actually read the book You know what I'm saying that's one of them things where, yeah, if you, if you marry, you know, shout out to, what is it, let them be women. We can't say let us and shit.
0: Well, we can yeah. say let yeah. us be women. You know, they right now they're getting their stuff together. They're, right, they're right. coming up soon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: For sure. Yeah, so, you know, the wife and stuff, you know, I read the book with her and everything. So I actually, you know, have read the book and know about it a little bit. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's been out that long, and now it's just, for some reason now it's just catching on with people or whatever.
0: So some goofball apparently found this book and decided to go mainstream with this book, you know, 15 to 17 years later, you know what I'm saying, to make it prominent, you know, what's going on. But the one thing that you don't hear people talk about, as I researched it a little bit, even the guy who wrote the book said, people love languages change. Oh, of course. So you can't base your dealings with somebody strictly off a love language because everybody love language is subject to change. Right. You know, so, there's nothing wrong with it, you know, as a form of getting to know somebody, and you know, I know women, because I've always had women ask me, what's your love language? Shit, I'm Andre, damn it, what the fuck? I'm my own language. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit, I don't, I don't know about all that shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying, but, I just think we have to be mindful of people who deal with these little love language shit and who always put so much emphasis on it that a lot of that shit is some of that shit is long last and some of that shit is short term. I'm gonna need you to base getting to know somebody a whole lot more
1: off of just that. Just, just that thing, yeah. Cause like, okay, and I, yeah, that, <laughs> that's interesting as fuck because, and I, ain't, you know, I ain't been single for a minute, but. I would think that shit would be more relevant in a in a long-term relationship or marriage because you know what I'm saying you when you marry to somebody you're going obviously grow and change and the same person you was at you know 30 when you got married may not be the same person you are at 35, 40, 42, whatever, whatever. So I think love languages are more re- relevant then because you know you may change from touch to words of affirmation or some shit like that and your you know your spouse needs to know that so they know how to reach you and love you you know what i'm saying because right. a person may think that they show when they love to you how they show love and it's not coming through to you and you like man fuck them because they ain't shit but they think and they doing everything they can that's what sort the of shit makes more sense but for somebody just dating and shit that's just gonna make it sound like oh you're just trying to be like studious or smart and act like you woke or some shit. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? Instead of just getting to know me for me and if we vibe, we vibe. If we got that chemistry, we do. Hell yeah, I'm woke. (laughs) I'm woke than a motherfucker. (laughs) Right. Say that shit. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. If I was dating somebody and they came to me at like, oh, I, I need physical touch and, and gifts of service. I don't give a fuck. I just met you. You know, we not, you know what I'm saying? What you mean? You need gifts and shit. I don't, I'm not about to do that. Like, I'm going to
0: touch your ass, all right.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, if I if I got to manufacture some shit to vibe with you, that's not natural. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you with somebody, you got to manufacture shit sometimes because you're going to get tired of a motherfucker the more years you're all together and shit. So it's harder to stay together than it is to leave and shit. So yeah, you gotta kinda come up with different things to do and stuff like that.
0: But now, you know that tr this is this was one of my subjects, but that just spinned off into this. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. Words of afro motherfucking Let me tell you something. Okay. There is no way in fuck. For me, I'm only speaking for me. Whatever. I ain't got no on nobody else. This is me. I can't be I can't sit here and try to remind you. That I care about you and I love you and this shit every single motherfucking day. You know how some people get upset. Like if you if you talk to somebody and mm-hmm. you forget to say, or if you're in a relationship and say Monday go by, and you forget to say, Oh baby, I love you. Well, you didn't tell my love. Now you just mad as hell because I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Listen. Mm-hmm. I don't a person shouldn't have to words of affirmation, whoever, if that's one of your love languages. That's you, I ain't mad at you, but at the end of the day, no person can consistently, all day, every day, tell your ass that they care. Cause life don't, I mean, y'all would say, it only take a hot second to say blah, 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 blah. Listen, I've dated women who, if I didn't say certain shit every single day, they was in their feelings. I'm like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? Everybody can't do that. <laughs> sometimes life do life doesn't dictate that. Right. If I still if I move a certain way to still show you, you should look at the way I move sometimes, and not the way, you know what I'm saying, what a motherfucker say. You know what I'm saying? Because the mm-hmm. mother y'all always how about don't tell me. Do it all with action. But then people who need words of affirmation, to a degree, it don't apply. Right. Because you need to hear the shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't told me you missed me. I just saw you like five hours ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so when does it come when does it go from words of affirmation to just being flat out needy?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Everyday shit like that. Yeah, that's that's overbearing. That's way too fucking much.
0: That's unnecessary stress. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm talking to you every day or texting you every day or we always seeing each other, that's like uh showing you words of affirmation. I shouldn't have to verbally have to tell you Every single day, yeah, girl, you the best thing on this planet, and I don't know how the world goes no without you in it, and it just—I don't know what to do.
1: You're so fucking awesome. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's that's a little over the top, man. Yeah, I can see it every now and again. You know what I'm saying? You know. Your girl throwing a nice little outfit to go out and shit. you like, oh, damn, baby, you look sexy in that. You know, saying shit like that. And, you know, every now and again, I would think that that should be enough for most motherfuckers. But if you taking it to the point where you need that shit every day and then if you don't get it one day, you stress the fuck out and shit like that. Yeah, that's 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 a little much.
0: Yeah, which leads to this. My, my little, I started this last on episode three where I give advice to chicks. <laughs> I give advice to men. So my advice to the ladies, not because it's segwaying to that, as me and L-Dub was just chatting it up about that. Right, right. If you're in a relationship with your man, ladies, listen, it's the simplest thing that y'all overlook. But listen, if you at home and you getting dressed and your man staring at you, the motherfucker's staring at you because he's you sexy. Don't turn around and look at your dude like why the fuck are you looking at me like that?
1: <laughs> right. It's a reason why the
0: motherfucker is looking at you like that. Uh-huh. He either thinking about, My girl's sexy, I want to hit that shit right now before she even leave the crib or some shit. The motherfucker's paying you a compliment without paying you a compliment. Right. You know what I'm saying? I used to watch all my girlfriends get dressed. I used to look at their ass like, girl, I should just hit that shit right now before you go. <laughs> and they used to turn and look at me, like, why are you looking at me like that? And I was like, I supposed to look at you, right? Now that's when I'm not looking at you. That you need to be concerned. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When I ain't paying attention, right? That's when you need to worry. So, ladies, when your man is staring at you like that while you are getting dressed or whatever, the motherfucker is trying to appreciate you without you without having to say some shit. Right? He appreciating you. Now, fellas, I know dating is kind of hard. Now you know what I'm saying. And I gave you a little information on how to coming to a female, DMs on how to talk to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just when you go out, when you want to go out with the woman, just try to find somewhere simple. Don't take them to the movies. Go somewhere where y'all can actually hold legitimate conversations. That don't mean go to uh, some loud-ass restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Go somewhere quiet, chat it up, feel each other out, and then upgrade, you know what I'm saying, and go from there. Right. If a motherfucker don't want to do that, Mark that shit as like a yellow flag. You ain't at the red flag yet. We, we do the or- yellowish-orange flag for right yeah. now. <laughs> we do a yellowish-orange. Hey, you fuck that saying? shit.
1: <laughs> Call their ass Arnold and move <laughs> on to the fucking next one. Yeah, bro.
0: man, just, you know, if a chick don't want to just meet up and chat it up, you know what I'm saying, do something simple like go sit by the water. Go get some go get some tea, coffee, smoothie. It's something in that motherfucker for a motherfucker to drink. Right,
1: because I'm yeah. like, the, I mean, you know, and- when you doing a podcast, that's all encompassing, right? Like we it could be a motherfucker listening to this that's nineteen, all the way up to like sixty, right? Whatever, whatever. They say it's like, fuck you, I done all that shit. You know, or you know, even older than that, whatever. I'm just throwing numbers out there and shit. But right, it's like, right. when you at at our stage in life, you know what I'm saying, forties basically, you know, I'm so I'm gonna be forty next month, so shout outs and shit. But can in this bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> And it's like, at this stage in life, man, if you single and you dating and shit, I'm you know what I'm saying, once again, shout out, you know, let them be women. I'm married and shit. But <laughs> But um, you know what I'm saying? If you single and shit, you wanna get to know a motherfucker. You you know what I'm saying? You wanna do something that's creative. Like, let's go to whether it's fucking painting with a twist or go walking on Riverwalk or go get some coffee or go get some ice cream at one of these, you know, gastro ice cream pubs or some shit and just sit sitting downtown Royal Oak and talk or some shit cold stone for life in this bitch hell yeah like that's a nice ass date where you can get to know somebody really talk and really see what you know what I'm saying it is and where y'all can go from there you come across a chick that all they want to do oh well you know I want to go to Ruth Chris or you know I want to go to this bar or, I want to go to this that bar this restaurant you know so I want to go to Morton Steakhouse man get the fuck out of here you know what i'm saying on the first date fuck no if you're not into actually talking or some shit or they want to go to the movies or somewhere loud fucking club or some shit nah
0: hell nah side note you listen to episode three
1: right you had to oh yeah
0: why ruth chris bro they actually sell a motherfucking weird salad (laughs) These motherfuckers at Root Chris sell uh, a motherfucking wedge salad.
1: Not a wedge salad. Yes, dog. you
0: lazy fucks.
1: Damn. Fuck
0: y'all. Oh, <laughs> charge a charge of $15 for a, a a quarter of a wedge of lettuce. <laughs> you fucking bastards.
1: A quarter head of lettuce and shit. Yeah. Chopped once and shit. <laughs> that is some lazy shit. Throw
0: some sauce and some bacon on that bitch right here. $13. <laughs> <laughs> so, those of y'all who heard episode three understand where this coming from. So, yeah, check out yeah. episode three of the Authentic Drake Podcast. And if Shameless did, plug.
1: Go back and listen to it and then come back to this one. But,
0: yeah, speaking of with the uh, – this is in my head, but I didn't write it down because it's so much shit that I be going through my head. Uh, and you being married, you know, you can attest to this.
1: Okay, okay.
0: You know, ladies, when is it – well, I'm going to ask my, my brother right here the married man. All right, all right. When you – you have a, when you're in a relationship with a woman
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they have a tendency to dress overly sexy. Cause you know, a lot of women hot about, you know, this is who I am, this is the way I like to dress, yada, 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 yada. Right. But then it's like, yeah, but it's levels to dressing sexy when you go from just looking nice, looking sexy to looking like an 18 year old thought. <laughs>
1: right. You right.
0: know what I'm saying? like how do you feel like the levels of how your woman walk out the house
1: okay that's a that's a that's a very that's a very good topic right that's a very good topic now and see in this shit, it goes all the way back to square one right exactly now myself i don't like a whole lot of like i like classy sexy right I don't mind form-fitting shit like that. And, you know, I I didn't used to like that shit. I used to be real overbearing back in the day, but I think I've loosened up a little bit. But... Not you. A little bit. Not a lot. (laughs) A little bit. But I like the classy type shit, the sophisticated type shit. Now, if you just wearing fucking... Everything is leggings with your ass out. You don't even like to wear panties and shit. You got nipples everywhere and shit like that. Like, I wouldn't like that shit, but... I'd have never met no. I would've never talked to nobody like that. Like if I met you and that's how you was dressing and shit, I'd have moved on. So you now nah, and that's in the same effort as people change and shit too. So sometimes people can change their styles and shit like that. But you're not gonna go from wearing business suits one day to fucking dressing like Megan the Stallion the next day and shit, you know what I'm saying, with your ass out and all that kind of shit. So you kinda get the person that you want in that regard so you know what i'm saying my wife i don't wh- i can probably come to her and say you can dress however the fuck you want to dress i don't care about nothing i don't think she would go that far with it but at the same time yeah it's some shit and i'm like well damn because like you know what i'm saying she got a pair of like uh some leather leggings and shit i'm like yeah no nah, you can only wear that shit with me <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't just be out here with that shit just all out by yourself and shit no hell no nah. and it's like you know what i'm saying from a man's perspective you look at it different Because, you know what I'm saying, niggas gonna be niggas and shit Niggas gonna look, that just is what it is and shit But you got these disrespectful ass niggas out here And it's like, you gonna fucking put me in a fight Even if we out together and shit Because I know some niggas gonna be like, oh damn She got her ass and thighs everywhere, nipples all hard and shit And now you gotta slap a nigga and fucking pull your gun out and shit And it's like, some of that shit ain't even necessary So that's one side of it But for the most part, you know what I'm saying I'm with a sophisticated, classy, sexy and shit Yeah,
0: I'm more the... I don't mind whoever I'm with dressing sexy, but anybody I'm with, like especially we in a relationship and we probably living together, if you walk by me and you got some shit on that I really don't approve of, you gonna know by the way I'm looking at you. right? I ain't gotta say shit. Right. Because I feel like what people don't, you know, some ladies, not all ladies, you represent the person that you with when you out.
1: At all times.
0: So, if I'm in a relationship with you, I'm not gonna make you look bad. Where I'm out, and I wouldn't. I would hope that you would not make me look bad. You know what I'm saying? Why you out? Because you don't know who know who in the world of social media videos. Like, damn, drag and your girl was out here bent over the bar stool and shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Shit, dog. Only got like fifteen percent of clothes on and shit. I'm like, see, I don't, I don't need that because people who know me know that ain't my type of shit yeah so yeah it's it's that level of trying to figure out you know women who know how to of course you want people to look at your woman that you with. of course you want dudes to look right it's gonna happen should we kind of wear like a badge now yeah look at my shit but you ain't getting it you know what i'm saying but it's just something about that why you trying to be a thought and attract unnecessary attention and then on top of that now i gotta deal with Prime example, this is probably three years ago. I was dating this chick, and uh, she was thick as hell, chocolate as fuck, mm. shit, every, every shit was just good. <laughs> and we was having a, you know, we had a, you know, we, we went out, we went to Eastern Market. We got up, went to Eastern Market and shit, and we uh was walking around Eastern Market buying some shit. And I remember we walked around this corner, and this dude and these other, the one dude was sitting on the high low, and another dude was just standing next to him. And the one dude said some shit. And I was like,
1: I'm about to go beat this nigga. hmm there it is.
0: And she could feel. There I don't know. I don't know how instantly she felt it. Uh-huh. And we bent the corner. And before I could turn around and stop, she grabbed me like, no, nah, come on, because I already know what you're about to do. I was like, but. She was like, no, nah, because I know what you're about to do. Just let that shit be. And I was like, you know what? I looked at that as a positive because some broads out here, I'm going to say broads, I ain't gonna say the B word, but I'm gonna say broad I'm saying the yeah. other B word. Okay. Some broads. <laughs> will will look for it. look forward to that type of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that that's that underlying toxic behavior. Like he about to go check that yeah. motherfucker cause he said something for me. And I see.
1: I'll go ahead and go there. That's some toxic ass hoes and shit that you don't want shit to do with no way because they going to get off on on, on seeing you fucking fight over them or some bullshit or see two niggas scrapping over them. Yeah, fuck them bitches, dog. Yeah, they make the type of hoes you want at all. You know what I'm saying? And that shit, you know, that shit makes me remind me of shit that uh, when I was out with my wife, we was at a casino. We was at MGM and we went out to eat was it an anniversary it was something i forget what we went out for it might have been an anniversary i can't remember but I know we went out to eat nice ass restaurant and shit went uh you know wasn't ready to go home because somebody had the kids and shit you know what I'm saying we don't get out like that so we wanted to you know stay out a little longer and Shit, so we went to mgm we went to a little uh club in the middle and shit dancing or whatever you know she danced more than i do and shit so i think she went on a dance floor to go do a hustle or some shit and there was some nigga out there that was uh doing hustle with her and shit like that which is whatever i don't give a fuck about that but he said something about you know yeah go ahead little booty or whatever whatever and she left and came back and told me and i'm like all right it's go time you know what i'm saying i'm about to go fuck this nigga up you know i'm i'm shit i'm fucking avenger ready and she like nah come on let's just go ahead and go whatever whatever it ain't worth all that so you know what i'm saying she diffused it and actually calmed me down from that situation and got me up out of there and shit so i i appreciate her shout out to her for that shit Hey, shout out. Shout out to Shayla. For sure, yeah. She ain't one of the ones that's going to be like, yeah, I just want you to see you go scrapping, you know what I'm saying, whether you beat the nigga ass and he pull a gun out and shit or whatever, whatever, it could go any kind of way. So, you know what I'm saying, shout out to her for not letting that shit go there. Yeah, so but, ladies, yeah, when you out
0: there dressing from. sexy, just really think about are you representing your man the way you should be representing your man while you are? If a motherfucker don't care, then hey, do you. But you know your man, and you going to know if that motherfucker mm-hmm. going to care, uh, the shit that you wearing. If right. you still got that, this my life, blah, 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 then you might need to stay over there somewhere. Hell yeah. Because a real motherfucker ain't going to want to deal with that shit. You Hell know well. what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Just, just a little thing I just wanted to get your input on because I thought about it. When did it come? It came across the other day. And uh, this shit, this is one of my little rants because mm-hmm. I, I saw some shit Oh, social media! day for yesterday, now, I want you to hear how dumb this shit sounds. <laughs> All right, it says normalize mortgage. Let us say, normalize mortgage payers to stop saying that they're homeowners. Y'all ass renting to. How fucking dumb can <laughs> your motherfucking <laughs> ass be? <laughs> you got to be one of the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. Oh no, I got an Arnold bar. <laughs> Like, you got to be one of the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet to take the time to post some idiotic, dumb shit.
1: Yeah, that's dumb as fuck. Like that. What's the fucking point? Like, that's just dumb as hell. Like That's hater, That's haterism 101. That's, that's crabs in a bucket. Like a motherfucking dog.
0: I'm like, don't you understand the difference between Man. written... And being a homeowner, you're paying a mortgage. You're building equity. That's fucked you stacking money. It's a form of business.
1: Nigga, if a black person say that to another black person, you setting us back hundreds of years, <laughs> nigga. That's, <laughs> that's some old house nigga ass field nigga <laughs> bullshit. What you mean? Like, that's terrible as hell, dog. I said a motherfucker really took the time to
0: type Damn, that shit
1: your ass is renting somewhere and shit and you can't you, your credit score is probably fucking three something to some dumb shit you can't even get a fha loan in this bitch and you're just trying to make other niggas feel bad and shit because they trying to do something with themselves. yeah fuck that, <laughs> so motherfucker
0: that, digga, so that motherfucker. so that motherfucker got death credit he ain't got <laughs> bad credit <laughs> that right. motherfucker got death credit hell yeah i see that shit and i'm like and i'm trying to buy a house you know what i'm saying i'm looking at shit like did you Did you? You damn sure didn't do no motherfucking research. With Hell, it in no, between, no, didn't. couldn't have. A hey, dumbass, if you rent from somebody, they can sell their shit, and you just fucked. Right. And you just got to get the fuck out. You
1: just got to get the fuck on. At
0: least if you own your shit and something happened, the mortgage company going to work with you and move your shit to the back end. Right. And you keep paying your mortgage and keep your motherfucking
1: house. So, dumbass. Not only that, we can school some niggas on some shit. There's some shit called fucking equity that you can own in a house. So if you have a mortgage for one hundred and twenty thousand, but your house appraises for two hundred thousand, you got eighty thousand in equity. So if you sold your shit, you can get a cash check for eighty thousand dollars and walk your ass on and do what you want to do with it. That's the part of home ownership that motherfuckers don't get. Or at least this motherfucker probably didn't do his research and found out and shit. Dumbass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I had to get all the simple shit out the way before I dived into the deep shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, as people listen, I do all the bullshit first before I get into the hard-hitting shit. Right. So by the time the show ends, I always leave you something to think about.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, my first topic is going to be what classifies as a deadbeat father. Mm. Because, you know, it's easy for a woman to say a man is a deadbeat just by saying it because he's not doing what they feel he should do. True that. But if you look at the overall totality, what classifies, like, I know I wasn't always the best father early on. That ain't the case now. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I know, I personally know deadbeat fathers. People I know personally. Right. That means they don't do shit at all. Yeah. Nothing. No money, no visitation, no nothing. Just, you just point worthless. To me, that's what a deadbeat father is. Okay. Then you got the fathers who's there every day. The fathers who take care of their kids. The father who run all the errands and go on field trips and do all the shit we supposed to do. Shout out to them. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And- I've seen fathers do go far and beyond the things they had to do to scramble to make shit, make a way for their kids. You know what I'm saying? When you see a motherfucker go through that shit, hell, I went through it, but nowhere near compared to motherfuckers that I know closest to me mm-hmm. that had to make a way for shit to happen when shit went south real quick. But the motherfucker always had to do what needed to do. Shout out to my boy, my boy DC. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah man, you know, cause I want to talk about the dudes in the gray area. Cause you got the real deadbeats. You got the motherfuckers who do everything they supposed to do. Let's talk about the dudes in the gray area. Okay. You know, the ones who do what they can when they can. Right. You know what I'm saying? And but still get labeled as a deadbeat. But I feel like this. If your kid going through this life and they know who their father is, where their father is. Can call their father at a drop of a dime, and he's been there, field trips, you know what I'm saying, buying what he can, do what he can. Mm-hmm. It's not a deadbeat father. That's a man that's trying to do what he can and not give up on his kids.
1: Oh, well, of course. But the woman
0: to get mad, label the motherfucker deadbeat. You see know what I'm saying? It's oh, like it's yeah, like that.
1: Of course, of course. Yeah, and it's,
0: and- it's, it's that stigma they put on motherfuckers.
1: And I guarantee you, I mean, well, shit, they have to not be together. So it's always going to be a fucking baby mom or some shit. And right? It's like, you know, and and that's just the fucked up part about when you when you not you you not together and shit, and you got baby mom, baby dad, two different houses and shit. It's always back and forth bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And especially when you got a toxic ass baby moms and shit that's going to be trying to one up you or make you look bad. You know, what I'm saying to the kids and shit. And it's like you could be doing everything you can within your means. Your kids don't need for shit. They might want for something that you may not be able to afford at the time, but they don't need for shit. And just because let's say you can't get them a PS5 or some bullshit or you can't. You know what I'm saying? Get to a game because your job needs you to go out of town or some one time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then the the baby mind gonna take that shit and just run the fucking town with it all. He ain't shit. He ain't come to that game or he not getting them a PS5 or an iPad or some shit. He ain't shit. But they got shoes. They might not have Jordan Thirteens or Elevens or whatever, but they got shoes. You know what I'm saying? But she gonna spend that shit, especially to the kids, because kids want as much as they can fucking get they think they should be having Rolls Royces and living like Rick Ross and shit when they live off a of Seven Mile. That's kids for you. But a mom will play to that shit and be like, oh, yo, yo, daddy ain't shit because he ain't got you the Jordan 11s and shit. Like, bitch, fuck you, but you see I'm doing everything else. You know what I'm saying? But that's up to the, the mom at that point. Speaking of, shout out to Jordan. What Jordan you got on? I don't, you know what? These are not any Jordans. These are uh, Stay Flights or some shit. I seen them on sale. That's the reason why I got them. They actually kind of cold.
0: You got a Jordan emblem on them, bitches.
1: They Jordans, but yeah. they not like 11s or 13s. Oh, no,
0: you probably them like them look like the 20s or 21s. They still yeah. Jordans, motherfucker.
1: That ain't no. Yeah, they something. Yeah. I don't know what number they are, but I think a they like flight. called Stay Flights or Flytrousers. What they is? They still Jordans. Yeah, yeah, I'm from a little yeah. bit of Jordans and shit. Figured, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm turning 40 this. Shout out to L
0: Dub with the Jordans on. I think tell. Figured I dabble a little bit because he hit me because I, I got my Jordan 11 uh, flip flops on. Shout out to the Jordan Eleven flip flops. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to go on Stock X to find these bitches. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, man, you know, I think as a, just as a father, man, like I remember, I came to the realization when I, I had a conversation with my ex wife, probably I am say about four years ago, and I had came to the realization is like no matter what I do for my kids, it's never gonna get the same fanfare that she would get because. I wasn't in the household mm-hmm. every day. And I told her I said, you know, I'm resigned to the fact that I would never get the recognition that you would get despite no no how much that I do because it's not going to get celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the mother gets celebrated like it's just the way the world is set up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So shit, I just I just dealt with the shit, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just tired of dudes being labeled as deadbeats. When these motherfuckers out like a shit he don't do shit. Is he paying child support? Right. Well, yeah, he paying that. So you getting money every month, right? Every week, right? Well, yeah. Okay, so that means that man got to go to work, right? In order for child support to take the money, right? Well, yeah, okay. So then you not doing the shit by yourself. Right. You know, so I know no, he ain't, ain't doing job. all the household shit or the other shit, but you still getting some form of support.
1: But see that's and and child that's a whole another separate topic is child support and shit right because Oh no it's tied in it's coming Most most niggas obviously is going to be like fuck child support you know what I'm saying Right it's anybody the that's camp in the state of Michigan right. child's friend of the court anybody that's going to take money out your pocket fuck them right of course that's how we going to initially think about that shit but and this is where the women get the shit fucked up Child support is there to basically replace you being in the house. You know exactly. what I'm saying? If you use if you are using your child support for what the fuck you're supposed to be using it for, not Jordan's or fucking iPads or getting your nails done or whatever the fuck you choose to do with that card you got. And your card open you shit. You know what I'm saying? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? The 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 way the algorithm is set up and the math and all that shit it's structured to cover the food for the kid. The light bill, the gas bill, all that bullshit. take care as sorry. if you were there. And that's what the fuck child support is supposed to be for. Cause it's like if I was with you and we lived all in the same household, then my money would be there and I would be helping to pay the the rent or the mortgage, the lights, the gas, the food, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. And that's what child support is supposed to be for. Take that money and pay your bills with it that go towards the child. You know what I'm saying? Your child right. is gonna is gonna consume energy. They're gonna consume heat they gonna consume food put that child support money towards that shit if you taking that money and just doing bullshit with it shopping and fucking doing dumb shit buying iPhones and bullshit and then you like oh we ain't got no money to do nothing we ain't got nothing to eat what the fuck did you spend the child support money for exactly dumb shit And that's on you so fuck them again but <laughs>
0: Right,
1: you ready for it, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it, I, I had to kind of see, but that's what child support is. It, it's That's what it's supposed to be for. And from that aspect, it made me feel a little bit better about it. Because it's like, if I'm not there, if I was there, I'd be spending my money on that shit. So I'm not. That's fine. Go ahead and, and, and take the child support. Hopefully you're doing what you're supposed to do with it. But don't come to me for shit talking about, oh, the kids want this. They need that bitch that's what the child support money is for if you ain't spending it on that then fuck you don't come to me for another dime don't send the kids come Cause that's what the fuck they do that's that that dirty shit they'll send the kids to you and be like oh dad can i get this and you gotta fucking tell the kids tell your mama to, to spend the fucking child then they shouldn't even be in that position and shit but that's the that's the whole talk of shit with these hoes they'll fucking put you in that position where you got to tell your own child Go ask your mama. That's what the child support money is for. And they should never be in that position. Now you look like the asshole, and now you back to a deadbeat and shit. It's a fucked up position to be in. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Fuck all of y'all.
0: I remember I remember my kids. They was probably like 10 or 11. And I think they was asking me about some Timberlands and some shit. And I was like, what you mean? They was like, Daddy, um, can you get mama some money so we can get some Timberlands or whatever, whatever? I was like... Your mama money every every month. <laughs> like what do you mean? Right. I'm like what do you mean? Can I? I'm like. So that she was. They was like. What do you mean? I said. I said. You know. They getting older at the time. I was right. like. So y'all ever heard of child support? I said yeah. I said no. I said that's when your your father pay money, and it come to your mama every uh, every month or however week. However fuck they get shit, and they was like. So they said, "Mama, do that." I said, "Go ask your mama." She's like, "Mama, do daddy pay child support?"
1: She was like. Why are you asking me that? Tell no. them the truth. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Tell right. them the truth. Yeah, you ain't telling the kids you already getting money but you telling them to ask you to ask you All for right. more money and shit. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I got it. yeah. But you know that? that transport affects, You know transport
0: it. affects the relationship between I go in, dog. Hey, I know. I know. You should
1: take me back to yeah. the dog days. Dog. <laughs> boy. The biggest issue I had being a bouncer was with fucking women that thought they had the world owed to their ass and shit, and you should just let them in and shit without no ID. Fuck y'all.
0: Shout out to Pampa Lanes and Atomic Dog.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: The, the golden era of uh, bouncing.
1: Hell yeah. I used, to, shit, I used to tell Dre many times, hey, Dre, come get this bitch, dog. I can't deal with her no yeah. more. And walk the fuck My off. My brother
0: L-Dub, his 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 problem was putting women out the, out, the, out, the, out, the, out the building. I had to be the calm... Force to keep him from Yeah, throwing motherfuckers out the building.
1: Although oh, yeah. I've had my moments. I swear I walked the bitch out in the full Nelson and that bitch before, dog. <laughs> from the back of the <laughs> from the back of the dog to the front. And motherfuckers like, oh, why are you doing that? You so wrong. Da, da, da. Fuck that. She gotta go.
0: I just remember three famous events I had. I had the uh, the one where the triads, we had to put the little triads out. The triads was classic, dog. <laughs> then I remember the listen to this people, listen, listen, follow me what I'm about to say. Lance put the chick out, and her boyfriend. I'm support following him. <laughs> she turns to spit on L Dub, <laughs> but end up spitting on me instead of him. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so I proceeded to reflect that this broad just spit on me, and I proceeded to chase her ass in the parking lot, and her boyfriend like picked her up and ran with her. <laughs> So yeah, that actually happened. What yeah. was meant for him, Chick spit on me. Only time in my life a chick ever spit on me.
1: Yeah. That yeah. I mean, yeah. And without yeah. going too far off the rails, nigga, that's yeah, that's that that disrespect shit. I swear the only time I ever blacked out and I didn't know what the fuck happened was when somebody threw a lit cigarette at my ass. I can see that. I was on the lane. <laughs> and I think I forget what the fuck I was telling my man about. It was either his hat or he ain't have an ID or some shit. And this day, and I, it was a little white dude, and I said some shit to him. That motherfucker was smoking a cigarette. He took that shit out his mouth, and <laughs> on some Tony Montana shit, just flicked it at my chest. Like he I mean, wasn't shit. shit. I wasn't shit, right? <laughs> the last thing I fucking remember, and I wish Brown was here. He can attest for this shit.
0: Yeah, shout out to the brown bear. Right, for sure. I can have a family time.
1: I seen that fucking cigarette lit. Bounce off my. We had white t shirts and shit. I seen a little bit of ash on my shirt and I seen the cigarette hit the ground. Mm. The next thing I remember, I was outside, nigga. I swear on life, nigga, on everything, on whoever. The next thing, the next moment I remember, I was outside. They said I snatched this nigga up in some type of Goldberg ass (laughs) submission maneuver and walked that nigga from like lane 12 to the middle doors, took him to the door. And threw that nigga out through, like, I ain't even touched the doors to open them. I used that nigga's body to open the door and threw his, out, threw his ass out into the parking lot. Hell no. Nah. I go back, this nigga, and this is why Brown can attest for that shit. Brown was, wherever the fuck Brown was at, he was on the lanes with me. Brown said about four niggas ran up to Brown, like, apologized and fucking damn near in tears, like, I'm so sorry, he was so wrong, he did not mean to do that. I'm, I apologize, and he looking at them like, the fuck is y'all talking about? Yeah, cause you know what I'm saying. By the time me, you, yeah, me, they mistake me and Brown for twins sometimes. So we got beards, glasses, whatever, whatever. They thought Brown was me, and they seen him and was just apologizing because from how, however I fucked this nigga up, though I don't even remember. But I fucked his ass up and threw his ass out by his head through the door, and they was apologizing to him. He was like, "What the fuck is y'all talking about? Oh, the guy that you threw out, da da, da He didn't mean to do that. You ain't have to do him like that." And he was like, "Oh, y'all must be talking about my brother." He was like, oh, what the fuck then happened? <laughs> and I, I swear I think I was in the kitchen for a minute because I had to calm down. Like, I don't even remember what the fuck happened, but I fucked his ass up.
0: I think mine will always be, my number one will always be what I honorable mention is when the chick tried to hit I had to hold this chick down till Warren Police got there. Oh man. And when she she cause she broke all the glass, what the Red Wings trophy case and yeah. shit
1: they had. That's the knee incident?
0: She, you know, she broke the glass with her cast. Uh-huh. And then when Warren police got there, the one dude, one, one cop, we always joke with, it always come oh, there.
1: yeah, the one that slammed and broke her Yeah,
0: slammed <laughs> on the ground and broke her nose right in front of my face.
1: Yeah. That's the
0: honorable mention. Damn. But my story will always be the malice at the dog. <laughs> so, real quick, it was a club. It was in the club. I was in the back of the club. And uh, I think it was one at the door, one in the back. Well, one was nobody in the back of the club. It was me walking through. Mm-hmm. And when I came around the corner in slow motion, I seen a chair flying. And I looked, and it was all the people about to beat up this one dude. And I seen a chair, and I went to grab the dude through that motherfucking kitchen, like, don't move. Don't come out this bitch. Don't do shit till I come <laughs> get you. Because they was about to beat that motherfucker ass. And I remember going back out, man, throwing motherfuckers out left and right. And at one point in time, I was by myself with all these motherfuckers, and I think I saw you. Then Paul, the lows. That, must have been
1: that yeah. was that fight, then.
0: Yeah, that's when Terrence Terrence was at the door, like coming through,
1: dog. coming through. <laughs> dog, that shit was that, that dog. That night was classic, dog. Yeah, I take that shit to my grave, dog. <laughs> that was one of the best nights I ever had in my life, man. Yeah, that shit was uh, that, yeah that that was back before kids and shit, and I, I I'm thankful I had a daughter first because she calmed me down. But I used to give a fuck back then. I remember I was in the I was on the lanes. Yeah. And some shit, and I, somebody told me some shit broke out. I came through the back. You know, you, you know, the back, yeah. to the back going through mm-hmm. past the bathrooms and shit. I go through that bitch. All I see is fucking melee. Right. <laughs> and I, I remember the fucking shoes I had on. I had on some Tim's and they wasn't tied up, but nothing, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? You used to have, you, you had your Tim's on, you ain't right. tied them up. The bitches was loose as fuck. I'm like, oh shit, it's go time. I remember taking off, running in them bitches across the back of the dog and you know how you had the dance floor and it was a table next to the dance floor and shit i ran all the way fucking across the back of the dog cleared a nigga out that was fighting off the dance floor through that whole table that table went flying dog people (laughs) chairs went everywhere and shit i was like man we'll sort these motherfuckers out later whoever was moving too fast i was knocking their asses out dog
0: yeah, people, I was kind of busy throwing my other people out my damn self because I was the originator of the melee, so I was in that bitch by myself. I just seen white shirts and knew I had help. Hell
1: <laughs> yeah, we was in uh, that bitch cleaning house, nigga. Hey, it should have been music playing that motherfucker. <laughs> that shit was like a movie, dog.
0: I just remember Terrence at the front door with his, with his cappuccino on his cigarette time. So coming through. Right. Coming
1: through. God, that nigga was comedic relief and shit, <laughs> dog. That shit was like Avengers Endgame, dog. Nigga seen that shit going and took the fuck off. That was right. Fun that was fun as hell yeah I was that was good
0: old days man shout out to Pampa lanes
1: man mm-hmm. i'm telling you man this should take off dog that shit ain't sold to nobody yet we buying that bitch i thought about it mm-hmm. but yeah so i got
0: one more topic i'm gonna touch on before i get up out of here i yeah. saved it for last because it really struck a nerve with me and uh shout out to my grandmother's who turned 96.
1: oh of course
0: you know, still at, still at the crib, you know what I'm saying, doing what she do. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And uh I was out and about uh what's today? Sunday? Mm-hmm. I believe it was Friday. And uh this is for the people who are out here getting these group homes and stuff like that. Okay. Cause bro, I was in one of the most fucked up neighborhoods. Yeah. And you see a group home with an old white lady sitting on the porch. <laughs> and it, it really bothered me because yeah. I'm like, how can you have a group home in a dangerous area like that? Because mm-hmm. most people end up, because i talked to a couple people, most people who would end up in group homes are, they don't have family, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. can't nobody really,
1: you know, care for them. Yeah, mental illness and shit. Like, yeah, you, you in my wheelhouse, that's what I do. So, we do a lot of group homes and uh, adult foster care homes, shit like so that. So you would think that if you know these
0: people don't have the necessary family members to care for them mm-hmm. and you decide to take this job to care for these people. Right. If you're only doing it for the money, then I feel like you shouldn't be doing it. Oh, of course. Because I'm looking at this old lady and I'm I'm saying to myself, like, what is that and what if that was my ninety six year old grandmother sitting on the porch? Mm-hmm. She can't defend herself. She can't do shit if it's a drive by. She can't jump out the chair and run in the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? She just out here defenseless. Yeah. I know motherfuckers out here, out here just want to get their money. They want to buy some old house and shit. Get that bitch barely to cold. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do. But if you don't have a, and mo- see this when I was talking, we was talking earlier before we started about the morality and shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How can you, in good conscience? Open a group home in the area where you know them people who can't defend themselves is not going to be safe. Right. Because I understand you you get a shitload of money from the state per person that you got in your household. But you're not doing the necessary stuff to protect these people. You're hiring motherfuckers who really don't want the job. Right. So they're not going to take care of the motherfuckers the way they're supposed to be taken care of. Out. Right. And then you put these motherfuckers in the hoods of the hoods where they can't even feel safe when they want to come outside and sit on the porch and live out you know whatever days, right? You know what I'm saying they got left. So, yeah, that when I started living on the porch, bro, I ain't gonna lie. That shit bothered me for like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Like the shit almost made me cry because I'm like, why is this old lady sitting on the porch in this fucked up neighborhood? The house didn't look like it was really the way it's supposed to be. Right? How can a person live out their last days living like that? And if you was a person who owned one of those type of houses. You know what I'm saying? How can you just sit up here and not really give a fuck that you chose to take care of a motherfuckers
1: who need help? Right. Yeah, it takes a fucked up ass kind of person, man. But yeah, them the ones that's just all about money at that point. They don't give a fuck about nothing else. Because that shit, it's like a loophole. Like, if you get a group home or AFC home, I think you got to use it for that purpose for like, let's say a minimum of five years. And after that shit, now during those five years, the government is paying for that home. You're not paying a mortgage or whatever, using it for a group home. So they paying for it after five years. It's your house. You can do what the fuck you want to do with it. At that point, you can kick the motherfuckers out. You can get your own shit. You can do it. It's your house. You can rent that bitch for whatever and make some more money. It's your house. And a lot of motherfuckers use that shit for a money grab instead of actually helping the people that they supposed to be helping. Like I said, that's what I, you know what I'm saying? I work for a pharmacy company, and that's what we do.
0: Shout out to Shayla, still right. uh Shandy. Right. Trying to be we'll slick.
1: Let me give, we'll give her a clap for that. She has still and stuff. <laughs> like she
0: in middle school with some shit.
1: Right. But, yeah, you know, I done seen them motherfuckers. And you know who's ba- who got that shit bad is, is some of them African motherfuckers, man. So if you ever end up in a group home, I mean, and not all of them are like that, but I've seen it more so with them and shit. They, they'll they do the bare minimum just to stay up to state code, but they don't give a fuck about them people, dog. And that's some fucked up shit. And that's,
0: and and, and you know the government don't,
1: <laughs> the government don't like pull up
0: and follow up and see how them people are being treated. Not like they should, no. Yeah, so they not on top of that shit. So it's like, mm-hmm. really, where you as a person, like what if it was your grandmother or your great aunt, you know what I'm saying? Oh, hell. Right. Even, like, I'm fortunate, you know, my mother's passed on, my biological father's passed on, but, Mother, father's still here, but he's still at home. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I don't have that issue. You know what I'm saying? My stepmom's still at home, so everybody good. But it's no way in fuck morally that I can actually own a group home like that and not put them in a neighborhood where I know they can feel safe and they can enjoy whatever time they got left on this planet because it shouldn't be about the money. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I've met women who talk about I want to open a group home I want to open a group home. My question is where are you going to open it up at? Right. Because if you That's cut true. at me and say you are going to open that bitch up on Dexter and some shit, I'm gonna look at you like you are crazy. Right. If you say you going to open that bitch up off Mac and McClellan, I'm gonna look at your ass <laughs> like you crazy.
1: Hell yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like my mother she used to run a couple. My mother used to work at a couple group homes off the boulevard, but uh-huh. it was a nice big ass on the boulevard. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah, a, it's on the boulevard. Yeah. So I can understand that. But these little corner houses where you know it's crack houses and shit on the block and you know it's drive bys every motherfucking where right. you know what neighborhood you putting these houses in. hmm So if you can't just morally put these motherfuckers in a place where they can thrive and live out whatever time they got left, me personally, you should be a fucking ashamed of yourself. Right. Like the shit is fucking nerve wracking. So, you know, to all the people out there living. In these group homes and not being treated the way you're supposed to be treated, is fucked up. And I know yeah. it's fucked up. And I hate that they're dealing with it, but the people who own these group homes who are only doing it for the money and not doing the shit they're supposed to do, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself.
1: Hell, yeah.
0: Like, I really felt so bad for that old lady. So, uh, you know, the shit is crazy. Mm. So I just want to send a shout-out to them. Tell them don't be rushing me. <laughs> think I'm trying to rush me. Ain't that some shit? I'm not rushing rushing me. me, tapping the time. You see that? How right. so they trying to do that? I That's a woman you, for you. Man, we can't even win for <laughs> shit. <laughs> men, women can't.
1: Men can't oh, win for am shit. I, am I speaking? Oh, hold on. All right, go ahead. Dre, no one's coming for you. I was just checking the timers quietly and letting you do your thing.
0: See, she says she was checking the timer. Uh-huh. yes
1: but i did not rush you i was checking in so i know how much time we still got to talk That's on i still
0: love you sister it's all right
1: and i still love you too now go
0: go, drink that shandy <laughs> I, I, we'll, we'll be with you in a minute uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i was saying before we was really interrupted by my soul sister uh-huh uh yeah man so people should be ashamed of themselves. and you know before i close this out I just want to send a shout out to people out here grinding, trying to make make life happen on whatever they gotta do to make shit happen. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. And I'll be back on the next one with some whole whole new topics. Any questions concerns, you know how to reach me. Because I'm all over the place now. I'm trying to take this thing and the deuce yeah. crew. We trying to go everywhere. Let's get this money. And we out.
1: Yes, sir.